All right, Carlin. We're live. All right, Jason. We're live here at the, uh, oh, you need that? No. At the UFTA podcast headquarters. Know that? Um, next time we do this, we'll have video. We'll video, like, just like Joe Rogan. Nice. You ever watch a Joe Rogan pod- podcast? No, I, I usually just listen to podcasts. I haven't. Kind of defeats to, the purpose of a podcast if you yeah, have to sit there and watch it, right? Exactly. I saw some clips today of a pretty funny Mike Tyson podcast <laughs> on Joe Rogan. <laughs> that guy's a trip, man. That guy talking about how he sold, when he was in jail, his uh, car dealer. He was talking to his car dealer while he was in jail. And he found out that his car dealer could trade cars for animals. <laughs> So he traded like a couple of his car. I don't know how many, what the trade was, but wound up with these tigers. Oh. So Mike Tyson and a pet tiger. Can you imagine? I think, yeah, I've heard of that before. What kind of pets do you have? Um. Well, none right now. None? None. I thought you lived on a farm. I grew up on a farm. I grew up on a dairy farm in North Branch, Minnesota. Uh-huh. So horses. We pet had, cows? We had dairy cows, yeah. We had... Um, Cows, chickens, we had pigs at one point. We had a pig, like, huge, where you could, like, ride it. <laughs> really? Yeah. What was his name? Uh, her, her name was Dolly. Dolly. Mm-hmm. Dolly the rideable pig? Yeah. Did you ride him? Her? My brother did. You never did? I, I don't know. I think I was scared. Did you grease him up and, like, try no. to, nothing like that? But I, I had horse. I started riding horses when I was, like, four. Oh, really? And showing horses. Okay. Huh? But... Yeah. So you grew up on a farm? Yes. North Branch, where's that? So it's on the way up to like Hinkley, on the way up to Duluth. Mm-hmm. So there's like White Bear, Forest Lake. Oh, it's up there. Well, not really. It's like 30, well, an hour away. Okay. And then, um, yeah, just 160 acres. Beautiful. Wow. And that's still in the family. Yeah. So it's still there. still there. Yeah. My parents, we actually moved them into a. A smaller home, and my brother bought the farmhouse. Oh, okay. So he's taking over the farm. Mm-hmm. So that's nice. There's still animals up there. You got chickens, obviously. Chickens. You bring some, some eggs. Yeah, I gotta get chickens. Are now that's warming up. The eggs are coming back. Mm-hmm. So I'll start bringing more eggs to the gym. Um, well, people rent out the land to farm, um, and then also like for like grass-fed beef. Mm. So farmers bring their cows in the spring and pick them up in the fall. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So you got a line? You got a good line on some grass-fed? Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. Back in back in the olden days, it'd be like, oh, you you got a line on some grass, yeah. and now it's grass-fed. There you go. Right? <laughs> no, that like, was awesome childhood. Like, great way to grow up. Yeah. Did you – um? so you rode horses when you started – when you are four years old? Yeah, I started showing, competing. Are you kidding me? No. I feel like I'm behind on my parenting um, now because, like, Clark's five. And he's, <laughs> I don't even let him ride his bike hardly. Get him a horse. And you're yeah. riding horses? Riding horses. And then I started gymnastics when I was, like, five. <clears throat> okay. And competed in gymnastics. Um, and then I played soccer. I loved soccer. Competed in gymnastics till how old? Till you were how old? Till I was, like, 14 or 15. Oh, is that right? It's funny because, like, I think back to gymnastics and, and like, how CrossFit is mm-hmm. and, like, the mental piece of it. Like, sometimes I would have a 
Like I would overthink things too much there. Yeah, oh yeah, oh, like weird. From, yeah, weird, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the same thing here. Uh -huh. So it's interesting. Yeah, because you got a pretty sick little handstand. Like you, when you <laughs> kick up, your legs are all straight and your toes are pointed. I'm like, I know I didn't teach you that. That was that was from back. That in the was day. from the one handstand clinic you got. Oh sure. Yeah, sure, I learned sure, sure. <laughs> But you're you're probably taught back then to point your toes and all, yeah. all that stuff. What was your? Did you have like an event or what was your? Well, no, I did all the floor, vault, bars, beam. Kind of did it all. So like when on the beam, the four inch beam, like mm -hmm. if you overthink doing like a back oh, handspring, yeah. you're dead. Then you land on your face and it's horrible. <laughs> did you ever do that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, all the time. All the time. Sometimes I'd run up to the horse, you know, vault. It's mm -hmm. called the horse. Mm -hmm. And I just run right into it. <laughs> <laughs> like those videos. Like you're, <laughs> you Google pommel or it's like yeah. they come up to some dude just like going a hundred miles an hour and then he like slips on the bow, on the, on the spring and just, just yeah. eats it. That's, That's overthinking. Fun. You did that. I've done You've that. Done yeah. <laughs> or not, not letting go of the, the dismount on the bars. Mm-hmm. Just hanging on for dear life. <laughs> just not <laughs> So, so let me ask, did so you, did you get, did you life. get kicked out of gymnastics or did you drop off? No, no, I. I just decided it was it was really stressful schedule. Mm, yeah. You know, even it's like I remember being demand. ten and super stressed out. Wow. Right. No, it's not a that's no joke. Like people talk about that. Yeah. Like kids shouldn't go through that at that Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, I just decided that I'd rather show horses and mm -hmm. ride horses with my friends. Did you ever race horses? No, but um all my friends did rodeo and I did like Western pleasure and English. So like the fancy kind of. Did you ever go to the state fair? Yeah, I, I actually won English Pleasure State, the State 4 H horse show. Come on! Twi two years in a row. Get out of here. But just in the English class. I don't course. know what that is. Well, you don't have to explain it. I'm just... Google it. Um, I, every time I go to the state fair, I'm just like, where do all these people come from? You forget that Minnesota is a farming community, yeah. you know? Like, I'm just like, look at all, like, what are these kids doing? These horses. Insane. So, it's a good way to... We're a little sheltered. My kids barely leave the house, much less you need to... shovel shit. Can I bring Can I bring my boys up to the farm? Oh, Show my gosh. Out. I'd love everyone to come to the farm. Um, farm wad. Yeah, I know Kate wants to do, like, some... Could we some... bail some fucking hay? And... I was telling my brother about that, and he's like, "We." I said we could pull round bales. <laughs> Dude, like, we could do it all. We're going to ruin the round bale. No, I want to get, like... <laughs> Try to get your brother to stack up a, the biggest pile of manure he can, and we'll have a shit shoveling contest. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's good. You should have your kids come out, too, and they learn how to. People talk a lot of shit around here, and let's see if they can shovel it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so when it, so you live where you live now in Hopkins? Yeah, I live in Hopkins and work at Methodist Hospital. I'm a nursing assistant there mm -hmm. in the ICU. Mm -hmm. And then I also am a server. <clears throat> I had to get a second job to support your habit. To support my habit of craft. <laughs> I was like, what habit? Oh. Yes. How, so how did you find out about this place? Like what, what brought you into the to the UFTA? Um, <clears throat> so what happened was <sighs> it's a loaded question. I'm trying to make it quick here. Okay, so um as been like super overweight for a long time mm -hmm. just kind of not taking care of myself and then you know I'm always like the I'm gonna start a Monday person and just just kept like snowball out mm -hmm. of control 
what happened was I was working out with a friend and his schedule changed. And so he couldn't work out with me anymore. And I was just kind of alone. Like I had no one to like, yeah, it was just like, what the hell do I do now? So, um, I, I don't know. I just looked up some sort of like challenge and then I don't know. It just came up on my Facebook, like your phone. Like that weird Facebook thing, right? Yeah. And then I didn't even know it was CrossFit. I just like listened to it and put my name down and then you texted me. Mm -hmm. That's how I found out about it. And you showed up and you said. I showed up. I actually showed up to the first day that Ula got her first muscle up. Oh, yeah? Like I was like talking to you at the board. Uh Uh-huh. When all that was and happening. And all those commotions. And I was on. like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> this looks like gymnastics, but it's <laughs> kind of fucked up. It's just, it was intimidating for sure. Sure. Yeah. So you were obviously an active kid and then got overweight just over the years just by living life. and Yeah, just, um, I, you know, I was, I partied a lot, like big partier mm-hmm. and didn't take care of myself. Sure. And kind of what happens if you just drink a party and don't work out, right? Yeah. Just eat whatever you want. And so, so you can't, so you heard about, so you found the six week challenge. You came in, signed up, went through the six, went through the six weeks. Um, what happened? Yeah. So, um, it was an awesome experience. Definitely. Like I remember driving here the first day I was like terrified. Right. Yeah. Um, but ended up showing. And know, you still didn't really know what CrossFit was, or did you kind of like look it up? A I had a bit friend or? that used to do CrossFit. She like, I I knew a little bit about what it was, but mm. no, I didn't really know what mm. it was. You didn't um, care. You're like, I'm going for it. Yeah, I'm just like, it's my thing. Like, I'm not gonna do any. Like, it's my own individual. I'm gonna do this. Nobody yeah. else. Like, my friends aren't doing it with me. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna like walk in these doors and see what happens. No. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> so you walk in the door. How much did you weigh? Well, like last March, I weighed like two ninety, mm-hmm. and then I was working out with my that my fr- a friend of mine, Tom, and then I lost like twenty five pounds with him, mm-hmm. and then I weigh like two sixty two two sixty three, mm-hmm. and then um, depends on what pants you're wearing. Yeah, it just depends on <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I walked. I mean, so you walked in. You walked in the challenge at two sixty two, and you got done. And you were how much? I lost like twenty five pounds in that six weeks. In that six yeah, weeks. and um, yeah, that was pretty. That was awesome. Did you were you surprised by that, or yes. did you like you were? Yeah. Why? Well, I felt like I was eat, like I was struggling to eat all the food. So much food, right? It was like, uh, yeah, I didn't want to eat at all. What did you have? What did you have to change? Like, what were the what were some of the changes that you felt like you? Um, had to make during the six weeks to, to hit your goal? Well, I definitely had to, like... Were you, like, a Mountain Dew drinker? Or yeah, that? yeah. Okay. Well, I vaped, you right? Vape, yeah. I used to smoke, and um, I was still vaping until, like, five months ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Small changes, right? Yeah, right. Um, so, yeah, I drank Diet Mountain Dew, like, on the regular, like, those big like fountain drinks. Oh, like the big buddies from Quick Trip, like from the Holiday. Holiday. And then like I'd love to get like their donuts there, mm-hmm. and like fast food was like something like fast instant gratification. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, so I had to change a lot. Definitely. So you were a soda drinker, a vapor, mm-hmm. a fast food junkie, yeah. all that stuff. And that's, you know, that's, I'd say that's normal, right? I yeah. Mean, that's definitely normal for someone who's not necessarily involved in an active lifestyle. Yeah. Um, Cause you don't, I mean, I, I feel like, I feel like you do these workouts and you feel the effects of those things, right? Oh, like a lot of people yeah. that don't, you know, like what kind of workouts were you doing before you started this? Um, just like weightlifting. Right. Like you never like got basic. on a treadmill and see how fast that motherfucker went, did you? <laughs> no, right. And so, you know, you know, so you like, you I can literally like lift weights and drink Mountain Dew and you don't yeah. know the difference. And when I first started with like working with my friend, I couldn't even do lunges. Sure. So the first day we were doing lunges here. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is like, now <laughs> now I can do lunges with like, what was it? Did you use 35 pounds? 30, overhead, yeah. Yeah. Overhead lunges. That's crazy. So you say, so over the six weeks, you, uh, you stopped, did you stop drinking soda altogether? It was like a slow process. Sure. I used to drink like two energy drinks a day. Mm-hmm. Now I really like bang and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> always good to get zipped up on those that stuff. I like you know caffeine's the only like my weakness. Your stimulant. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah, two energy drinks a day. Um, yeah, so I definitely stopped doing that. Um, Diamond Dew. I finally weaned that off. I know that was a question of mine mm-hmm. for you. Like, is Diamond Dew bad for you? Yeah. <laughs> what did I tell you? Was it really? You said it probably very insightful. Probably. I don't know what you said, but it probably is. Something like Yoda, probably, right? Yeah, something really just like, <laughs> just in my mind. So, so, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So then, I mean, were you, did you like start cooking your own food and doing your own grocery shopping? Was that? Yep. Yeah. So I cooked my own food. Um, definitely like struggled a little bit with that, with eating everything, like um, understanding z- the zone. Sure. Uh, it was really hard for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That, that's 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 common, you know. Yeah. If you don't like, who wants to weigh and measure their food all the time? But <laughs> but it's important, right? I mean, you kind of yeah, you gotta understand like how much of what you're getting. And you know, some people kind of <clears throat> don't love, don't like the idea. Like, well, why do I have to do this? Like, why would I? You know. But if you have issues with portion control yeah. or getting enough, you know, then that's sort of like the mechanism to you know introduce that style. You know, it helps people understand what what's going to work for them, you know? And you were pretty close with Sarah during that process? No. No, not no, during I, the six weeks. Okay, afterwards. so when, after the six-week, um, well, you helped me through. Yeah. Like, I was struggling We had a lot of process. conversations about it. The six-week challenge, uh-huh. like, like I reached out to you, like, yeah. look, I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so, you're, so I sent you pictures of everything I ate. Yeah. So I think, like, in that six-week challenge, like, people who are in it, like I try to tell them now, like if you're struggling, like yeah, you just reach have out. to ask for help. Right, like, right. Can't read anyone's mind, you know. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I I started working with Sarah afterwards because I wanted to continue. Um, so you went into the challenge one sixty three. You came out what one thirty eight? No, no, you're forgetting two. There's a two. Two, yeah, two, two, two. You went in at two sixty, ish. Came out at two. 30 high through 30s yeah i think so like and now it's and now how I'm, long ago was that that was i started what, in about seven months ago yeah and now i'm finally under 200 pounds. now we finally made it yes. 198 right that yeah. was our goal 
Your but, goal, my goal, yeah. our goal. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't do a whole lot there. Well, you, yeah. <clears throat> I facilitated everyone, it. Yeah, everybody. Everybody's there, everybody did. helpful. The community, the support, the mm-hmm. just everyone, and right. and working with with Sarah was like has been really like instrumental in helping yeah. me. Like, because it's not just about food. Like, she's helped me with like my mindset, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. So. Because you have a you have a tendency to get inside your head, right? Yeah, just a, just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Kind of hard on myself. <laughs> so what? I mean, what was your what was your driving? You know, because a lot of people, some people come through the challenge and don't have the success that you had. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, due to a lot of different circumstances, what, what would you say your what was your driving factor to to be to want to be successful? Was it just the you know was it just the challenge or was there outside influence? Yeah, know, was well, there... no, I was, I was really unhappy. It was really mm-hmm. like just miserable. Like I'm 34 and my hips hurt my knees. Yeah. Like I couldn't bend over and like pick up my nieces and nephews. Right. And you work in a fast paced medical environment, right? Yeah. Like I work in an ICU and I see, I see people like my age dying. Right. And, um, Yes, there's other things that played into the part of them, like, passing away. But, mm-hmm. like, I remember this one woman, she was 34, and she was overweight. And um, there was other things that happened to her, but she did end up dying. And I went into my boss's office and just cried. I was just like, Same age as this you. is going to happen to me. Yeah. It's, it's like, no joke. Like, right. life's too short to, to be so unhappy. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And people, and, I mean... <laughs> People think that it's too hard or they can't do it or like, you know. I get to see, I get to see, I'm blessed to see what happens. Yeah. Like it's a blessing and a curse really, but, but I just didn't want to end up that way, Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, I just, I knew if I didn't do something about it, like I would never, it would never change. Yeah. Um, What are some of the things that you kind of had to fight through in, in your, in your head or in your life to, to facilitate, to make this happen? Like what were the. Um, you know, uh, well, I've, I spent a lot of time here mm-hmm. and so I have like my family, mm-hmm. they want, um, me to be up there. Mm-hmm. So just like being, you know, taking my life, living my life for me, yeah. like really um, yeah. putting myself first just mm-hmm. because I need to be able to be healthy in order to give to other people. Right. If you're not happy, you can't make others yeah. happy. It's tough. I don't really remember the question. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, like, what are some of the mental struggles that you went through during, you know, to lose this weight? Because I mean, you hit some roadblocks along the way where, oh yeah, oh man, I'm stalled out at this. Or, you know, like, did you ever, you know, <clears throat> run into things that you really had to like focus on overcoming in order to to hit your goal? I mean, was there was there a time where you thought maybe you couldn't do it, or did you just? Oh, for sure, all all, all the time, like. Yeah. Um, just trying to ignore that negativity. It's so easy to just be so. It's negative coming from and, yourself. Yeah. Oh, all in my head. Like, um, yeah. Just, I mean, it's intimidating to come here and mm-hmm. see people are where you want to be, and I want to be like, yeah. ten years, <laughs> ten years from now. I'm always like, skip the journey. You know? Yeah. But sure. I'm learning to enjoy the process of it. But I don't know. I, I don't know a good answer to that question. 
you just kind of put your head down and just kept yeah. coming in. I mean, that was. I mean, I was thinking my I was thinking about getting surgery. Right. Like, like weight loss surgery. Mm-hmm. Like isn't that crazy? Yeah, like lap band. <laughs> yeah, I tried everything: uh, Nutrisystem, Weight Watchers, all the different gyms. Mm-hmm. Like I just I don't know what what it was. I just I'm very competitive as it is, so I just yeah. was like I have to do. Well, this. I feel like I you know I kind of want to tell people sometimes that. We the, what this environment does is it takes it takes the emphasis off of the scale, right? It gives you other focuses like, hey, can I do a handstand? Can I do a pull up? Can I do a box jump? Can I do you know? So it it gives you other things to focus on that improve as you as you support these things with the lifestyle that it's gonna allow you to do these things right right so it's instead of instead of hey i want to lose five pounds in the next week it's like i want to add five pounds to my clean yeah. right and so by and then by coming and just doing our workouts you know hey if i if i go and i drink that if i go eat that burger and i drink that soda and then i go work out it's you feel it yeah right where you don't normally feel the effects of those things if you're not doing these styles of workouts, you know what I mean? Oh, for sure. Yeah. The calories, like that's one thing, like working with Sarah, we don't, we don't count calories and then really you don't focus on weight Yeah. when I'm always like, I need to get to this weight. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just, let's just think about vegetables (laughs) think about thinking about and think about pull-ups. So how, I mean, how would you say like, has your life changed since you've, been involved with this i mean yeah due to the, due to the weight loss and like what's the what would you say that like some significant changes that you've um noticed or that you that you like about your new lifestyle everything like i feel like it gave me my life back you yeah. know like crossfit definitely definitely changed my life for mm-hmm. sure um it's exciting because i feel like i have like opportunities like I feel just hopeful mm-hmm. versus it's just a hard it's hard to explain if you've never been like super overweight or mm-hmm. even if you're underweight I don't know I think everyone has their own struggle but mm-hmm. for me it's just like to come out of that it's like to get, get to the other side where you didn't think that was possible yeah like yeah. and now it's just amazing like you push yourself in here to places you never even thought yeah what about I mean like what about outside of here like what what benefit do you see any benefit to just your daily life not in the gym I mean you don't spend a lot of time away from here (laughs) (laughs) you know you you probably you could do your job better right I mean you're better at your job you have more energy in the ICU everyone's like a lot of most people are on ventilators sedated so we move people all day so like my back doesn't hurt anymore Mm -hmm. um yeah I'm definitely happier better like nicer to be around right not as, not as angry <laughs> sure um don't smell like vaping yeah vaping. i don't smell like <laughs> captain crunch I used to captain vape. crunch that was the vape <laughs> you took down oh my god <laughs> it, was, it was pretty good though um yeah no i just everything like just a full just a full change i, I just, mean and i just want I mean, to tell neck, everyone about your it your neck yeah. grew three inches yeah i know you in that comment i was just gonna <laughs> Like, I've always thought that when I lose weight, it always comes off your face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Jason. Uh, <laughs> well, because, you know, I mean, there's a lot. There's always, or not, I shouldn't say always, there's a, there's a tendency to want to say, oh, CrossFit will change your life, you know. 
and that's fine. And, and that's you know, yeah. some people don't want their life changed necessarily, no, but you know, some people do. Yeah. You know, some people really. Well, I think you get to determine how it changes your life, and yeah. like, I found so much benefit in it, and the people and the community and the coaches, the support. Like, you can't just walk into LA Fitness and find that. No. I mean, maybe you can. Maybe that works for you, but it just didn't. So. It didn't work for me. So, <clears> so did you ever try Planet Fitness? No. <laughs> Because you'd um, still be in the contract if you end up with that. I've pretty much tried everything. Though. Sure. But there's something about, and that's the thing, like, people are like, oh, you know, I was talking about CrossFit. It's like, my brother said something the other day. I hope he doesn't listen to this. Probably won't ever. <laughs> he only listens to podcasts. Oh, moth topic. <laughs> um, I was saying, oh, I was. he wanted me to listen to this podcast about Bigfoot, okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is pretty cool. But sure. I was like, well, I'm listening to this, like Ben Berger on like chasing excellence and mm-hmm. like all these different ones. And it's like, oh, it's about CrossFit. <laughs> what else is there? Yeah, right. But it's like definitely go through that obsession phase of. That's fine though, you know. Well, there's a lot. I mean, there's a and with this with CrossFit, there's a lot of, a lot of things, right? There's a lot of things and a lot of different angles and a lot of different people to hear their stories and give you advice and it's usually all good you know there's there's the bigger crossfit gets the bigger pool of douchey people you got to put up with but yeah at the core you know the leaders and the and the, and the people that are really um <clears throat> really pushing this thing and, and supporting it are some of the most amazing people you ever meet it's, it's insane yeah just like good like principles to live your life by right. and just right. all around like good people just cut the cut the shit yeah you know yeah. And the biggest thing is i mean it seems like the biggest thing is just like stop making excuses yeah you know that's the overall overarching message that i feel like you know you've, you're with so much more control of your life than you ever thought you know exactly and um what uh what would you say like you know what <clears throat> what's your do you have like a long-term goal of like CrossFit or things that you're trying to do in the gym, you know, you like, you have your eyes, your sights set on something kind of long-term is, you know, whether it's CrossFit or it's career or it's health or it's life or like what, what are the, what's next on the horizon for Carlin? <laughs> um, you know, I definitely love to talk to the new people and mm-hmm. share my experience and what worked and what helped me and yeah, offer any support right because you want to help everybody i do you I, see people I, in your shoes and you're like oh i know yeah. yeah so i i love that um i mean love to inspire people and help people and who knows like I, it'd be fun someday maybe be a crossfit coach sure um i don't know uh i just really found a passion a new like hobby that i yeah. really enjoy so um you got a barbell t-shirt on I do. I only have like three shirts that fit me. Is that annoying having to go like buy new clothes? All I haven't. I haven't done it yet. Oh, you haven't. Uh, just what's your goal weight? I don't really have a goal weight anymore. That changed. Okay. Like from initially just wanting to lose weight to like, oh, I want to be stronger now. I want to mm-hmm. do X, Y, and Z. Uh, I I think just yeah. I don't have a goal weight. I, I guess I well, I'm at one ninety eight now. I'd like. Mm-hmm probably having maybe another 
30 pounds to lose. Sure. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's, Whatever. Probably, that's probably realistic. The doctors like. say I'm not like morbidly obese anymore. Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't know. I don't have a goal weight. Don't have a goal weight? Do you have like a goal amount of pull-ups? I'd like to do a strict pull-up. Strict pull-up? Yeah. Right? Um, I'd like, I'm, I like the compete, I like to compete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you signed up for a competition with. With Laura. With Laura. Um, Lifto de Maya. Yeah. Uh, so. I'm trying to see if Eric Paulson will come out of retirement and yeah. do it with me. I think we should do more of that. That would be a lot of fun. Competition stuff. I love going to volunteer and watch mm-hmm. people. It's super motivating, super inspiring. And yeah. Whatever I can do to keep the momentum going. Yeah. Sure. Be a part of the, be a part of the solution, right? Yeah. And it's just like, um, I found what works for me, but it doesn't have to be CrossFit for other people. Like yeah. maybe this is just a jump start for them. And yeah, I used to, I used to coach a guy, Nick, and he, uh, he was part of the Granite Games tech crew. And he's like, every year he would do it and he'd just be like, God, it's just terrible. And, Hated every, you know, I shouldn't say he hated everybody, but he just became less and less of a fan of helping this, this thing. And he, uh, you know, but I'm just like, why, Nick, why do you do it? Like, just, you got to stop it. He's like, man, he goes, if they're, because if one person that was in my shoes, when I needed to do, you know, when I started CrossFit and I didn't think I could do it and I needed, you know, I if I, if by me helping this thing go brings that one person like myself, it's worth it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, exactly. Well, and that makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, like it's uh, <clears throat> it's pretty cool. But you signed up for, to volunteer for at the Granite Games or something? Well, no. Week? So I've been like, I went to the, a lot of, I went to the Blizzard Bowl and then game day mm. and did like crew stuff and sure. I wanted to I want to judge but I've been scared to but yeah. I finally signed up to judge. Yeah, you got to talk to Kyle. He'll teach you. He'll teach you how to say no rep. No. Huh? <laughs> it's not easy. Have you ever Have you ever judged? I have. Yeah. It's hard to no 